listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab Podcast. We have a special guest today, Han Ko. Han, why don't you give me your name, your title, and the name of your fund in one line? Uh, Sure. My name is Han Ko. First name, spelled like Han Solo, Star Wars. And I am a founder and and CEO of a fund called USACO Group, USAO Group. And I live in USA and headquartered in the Midwest of USA. And, but we have an operation overseas as well. So. Wonderful. Thank you, Han. So what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor? I would say it was almost like my destination, if you will. Mm-hmm. So at first, I didn't mean to, I wasn't trying to be a VC at the beginning. And this all goes far back more than 25 years ago. I actually, I have an engineering background. And I was in uh, telecom industry, and I was just one of those uh, research and development person with the engineering background in telecom industry. And I found that there is a tool that all these uh, you know companies don't have one, don't have, which I'll make. Us. Actually, I found that this tool is needed to make my own job easier. Okay. Because I looked mm-hmm. into, there was none. I decided to actually create that tool, which is a software tool. So basically what I did was I quit my job and then I went all in. So became an entrepreneur. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it was actually this isn't right. It was actually a lot of people thought that you were crazy because you're you know, giving a good career and a good paying good job. Pay. And I, I actually first it was actually a hard decision on me. And now it's I was I'm laughing, but at the time I uh, struggled with this idea, should I do this or not? I had to sit on it for uh, at least a year. But mm-hmm. I knew that if I sat on it too long. It opportunity will go away. Right. Come to a point where I had to make a decision, I, I did. And so I basically, I wrote a software. I quit my job and then I wrote a software. And then so my uh, uh, first uh, client was my employer, <laughs> the, the past employer. Oh, awesome. So yeah, it's, it's a software tool that make the uh, telecom companies, the business analysis a little more uh, practical. Yeah, so I, I wrote software and I, you know, I actually went ahead last the intellectual property, and then and then I got a company, so I licensed the product at the beginning, and then eventually I exit the company, and so that's how I learned learned the how, how this uh, ecosystem works in a way. Again, yeah. we're going we're talking more than twenty five years ago, a long time ago. So, uh, yeah, but and then honestly, the first exit was uh, pretty successful. So I I thought that I don't have to. I didn't feel like work rest of my life. Right? So right. I retired for about three months. And then realize that that age, retiring that age, more, uh, there's more to life than being retired. Huh? Exactly, exactly. It's a lot, a lot more than getting retired is a lot more difficult than you think. So yes, I quit yes. retiring after three months, and then 
when I came back, I basically started helping my friends out. A lot of friends at the time looked to watch me and then what uh, what I did and they want to do go a similar path. So I started helping out. My, you know, first thing was I knew was uh, they need my help and you know, encouragement, the mentoring idea. And, and then next thing you know, they need the fun. So right, they need the money. But uh, I, I set aside that pretty good, good fun. And so I started investing uh, in my friends' companies. So oh, that's, awesome. that's how I gradually evolved into ABC. So I guess that's why I called it uh, Destiny because uh, I didn't plan to become a VC. Again, VC world, you have uh, some people who have a strict financial training from almost like Wall Street trainee, but yes. I'm not one of them. But I learned a lot in the, during the process and then also had a, a, I would say being a whole process, being a, a venture capitalist, it's a very rewarding of course of you know, my life uh, because I met a lot of good people including you Barbara and, you. and then yeah so we did uh, all that and so that's how we can see and also another thing that helped me to build uh, my VC career uh, more is that my experience from um, the uh, commercial real estate investment because um, mm-hmm. my parents this is a uh, actually from my parents a second generation of commercial real estate investor and i actually watching and learning a lot <clears throat> learned a lot from my uh, parent generation and what are the things and how to how to build a business and how to identify businesses so yes. you know basically yeah so there, this uh, this uh, experience has helped me in building and practicing good uh, investment skills so you know that actually what uh, inspired me and then helped me to become a uh, we see if it will. Wonderful. So what is your investment thesis, Han, and what is the motivation behind your thesis? Yeah, that's a good question. Like I said, going back first, I was pretty simple. I just followed the technology trend and money, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. what I did simply. But as I grow and become more seasoned and we're more transitioning more to long-term and relationship-based investments and mm-hmm. paying more attention in the industry sector with the Less opportunity, such as women and minority, we mm-hmm. actually yeah. focusing more on those, especially like female entrepreneurship. So we planned and designed and ran multiple programs that benefits the women entrepreneurs yes. around the world. And I 100%. think you are, yeah, you are one of them. You were one of them in November I was one of last of them year. Right? Conversation yeah, so. with the uh, Korean uh, students. Students and the yeah, yeah awesome. that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was actually yeah, that was uh, like yeah, about I think uh, about eighty percent Koreans uh, students, and then also yes. uh, female entrepreneurs, and actually yes. a few of them from UK and a few of them Australia. I, I remember. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was a truly global. Uh, effort. So we actually now we tend to more focus, but you know, for the so the in the end, the actual following the tech trend and technology is important, right? We actually focus on artificial intelligence and virtual mm-hmm. reality and, and AR and big data. It's there one of the topics in our focus. Yeah, that is a uh, so in other words, we we are we are investor, of course, but we invest in the innovating our society. And then also yep. to our lives uh, feel better and on global stage. As you also, my company is in basically two different continents, North America and then also Asia. So yes. I have a couple of offices in South Korea, Seoul. We tie to uh, those uh, sectors as well. And uh, so we actually try to do not just uh, invest, but we try to become uh, mentors and how mm-hmm. to just help them how to integrate the market between those two in a good way. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's actually important. our th- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's very so, important. That's how do you integrate so those things? Got to right. learn that as an entrepreneur if you want to scale, right. really correct. scale for real. <laughs> right, correct. Yeah. 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 So another thing is that also a lot of people should realize that a lot of this uh, 
the investors and startups and talents uh, outside of U.S., they really mm -hmm. look us up to because the U.S. market is one of the largest and uh, they really consider us a, uh, um, a good opportunity. But it actually comes with a responsibility. Okay, Because again, like I said, I, my perspective is in uh, global. So when I travel to my office in Seoul, South Korea, every other month up until pandemic. So right. uh, by the way, you know, I, I wish to dis disclose that Barbara had the privilege to uh, uh, travel with me to uh, South yes, Korea in 2019. 2019, yeah. prior to the 19. pandemic. <laughs> right, pandemic, right. Yeah, I guess about, yeah, it was about uh, the pandemic. Yeah, it was what, August. I think it was the summer. It was August. Right, it was summer. Yeah, yeah it was mm -hmm. great. And uh, I mean, you such, delivered such a great message and to the uh, people there. And people still talk about your message. It's not like this is a part of our thesis, uh, in a way. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, we're just trying to uh, work all together and then uh, be successful together as a group. And uh, we were just, in a way, making it, it, you know, the investment is important, but we try to have our community uh, involvement in our mind, you know, in our back mm -hmm. of my mind. That's what we do. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's important. Building that ecosystem and community and making sure everyone can participate is important. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Han, what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? So right now what I'm doing is uh, once a month, I'll try to seclude myself and just for reading, listening and looking back and then reflecting myself oh, and think about the future. That's what I try to do, especially when you look at things in international technology and investment trend, it is important because it's a very fast-changing uh, environment. Changes so, all the time, um, every day. I especially, I, I used to read a lot, and we do read a lot, actually, but with the information change, information age, things changing so fast that you try to keep up with just reading books. It's, uh, it's really tough to catch the uh, trend. Uh, mm -hmm. So we have to balance our uh, spending time reading and listening and build our knowledge based on our principle uh, versus following the current trend. And I found that some challenging finding balance uh, because yes. you don't want to focus on one principle too much, but also at the same time, you don't want to uh, just focus on just trend because you lose a principle. Yeah, it's actually found that. Yeah, so that's actually uh, right. Tough so balance. right now, yeah, so that's why I used to change my, I guess, plan, my strategy to read and also listening to people because I found that's a very important mm -hmm. in terms of um, you know, communicating with people. And I'm talking about people in overseas. Like I said, I when I traveled to right. my uh, you know, Asian office every other month, we uh, host a program like uh, we did that you were participating. Remember, uh, you came in yes. as uh, blockchain and female entrepreneurship leadership. So we do those programs. So they're the good platform in actually listening to them and learning. And remember, as you recall, after the meeting, we do a lot of mentorship. social mentorship, right? And, and then also, also, yeah, social gatherings as well. Social networking, networking exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's time that I learned from them that they're hungry for such topics. Again, mm -hmm. when you we see sometimes you lose the ability to see things from their perspective. So right. that's when I actually really get that, get the opportunity to actually look at things and their their difficulties. And they feel that this is the trend that we focus on. So I learned actually from them quite a bit you know, in those uh, programs. So yeah, so those well, are I think, the, uh, I think that's important, Han. I think what you're saying is important because from the practicality of investing, how do you, you like you said, how do you balance the trends from the principles? But also it's like, how do you even sess out the trends initially? Because it is changing so fast. So having those conversations with people is important that are building things or thinking about building things. It's very important to have those conversations. 
correct. You probably recall the level of eagerness after your your uh, talk. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Now we had yes. a, in the south. Yeah, the for in at the office in South Korean office when you were invited guest speaker that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. So. Right. And there is a, a lot of high level passion and eagerness and in, in learn and, and do something. So that's actually it's global. So this yep, is very global. So mm-hmm. it's a good thing. I think that this can contribute to a lot to not just to economy, but in global business development and hopefully the finding a better harmony in, in global stage. So, yeah, yeah that, that would be good as well. All right, Han. Now here's the bonus question. In two years when we're talking, but we're going to be talking before two years, because FYI, Han invited me to a golf thing. And I do golf, Han. (laughs) I do golf, but I have a funny golf story. But I'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll pop up. But in two years, how do you see investing or venture capital having evolved or changed in your mind? How do you see it being different? I would think that I see that, number one, the venture capital investment platform will change quite a bit. And mm-hmm. uh, meaning that I see a more and more online platform tools may connect, help connect the investors and startups easier and better. Mm. So that's going to be That'd become be more prevalent. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good way. Yeah, that's right. Good way. So I see a more and more tools uh, available. So it'd be a lot easier. And it also mm-hmm. this pandemic accidentally helped out to connecting people as well. Because now we are a lot of times mm-hmm. uh, before we were less rely on online conversation. But now we are very much to so everybody yes. on the globe you know, trained. Yeah. So, for example, you know, I was on the call with Investment Summit with the Europeans last week. And it's like a weekly basis. And before, people's expectation was that, okay, when I'm going there, okay, in two months, I'm going to fly to right. say, Stockholm. But now mm-hmm. it's all online. So uh, I, I think that the uh, one good thing out of this pandemic is that I'm, I'm not saying we won't have pandemic ever again. I've owned- yeah, it is that we actually were connected a little more closer in a way. So in two years, mm-hmm. um, we'll see a lot more connectivity between people. We'll have a different dynamics in, in uh, the relationship between investors and uh, the startups. And mm-hmm. also the companies can collaborate each other. Okay. So that's actually, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing I see. And, uh, and then also another thing is that in two years of technology, just a lot of other people are expecting this AI and, uh, and the big data AI is going to play is- an important role, right? Yeah. So in two yeah, years, about I think to we'll go see. in a whole nother level. Right. Once the right, quantum computers exactly. all roll out, very, very scary so, with yeah. AI. I, I already know in, in this as well, Han. AI is very prevalent already. It's fairly ubiquitous, right. but people don't know that they're really dealing with an AI. I think True. once once that it it's even like at another level, then people are going to start noticing. Oh, is this an AI? Is this a person? Is this not a person? I think there's going to be some ethical things around that at some point. <laughs> exactly. I, I uh, it's very you. going to be very important. Very much. You're right. I agree. Yeah. 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 So that, that is a good topic that um, it's something that as a human being, you need to figure out how far we're going to rely on AI to make a decision for us. <laughs> I think we need right, to that. start deciding that at some point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You are a very good point, actually. Yeah. And big data and quantum computer, they're the big topics in, in next, next, yeah, next few years. Definitely. That's yeah. the next, that's the next evolution of, of the internet in my mind. Like exactly. the internet's absolutely going to evolve on that. All right. Right. Exactly. How do people get in touch with you, Han? How do people contact you? Well, well basically, I meet a lot of people on the through event, 
Mm-hmm. And you know, also program like this, a podcast, something like this, you know, involved in podcasts or speaking engagement, things like that. So mm-hmm. they actually, we get to know through them, but through the programs such as Investment Summit, you know, like a demo day, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we got connected quite substantially in there. And then, yeah, so that's actually one of the major things that actually, one of the major platforms that we can rely on to get connected with a more you know, wider audience in the industry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then, yeah. And then if I, I may, one thing add up, another topic is that, yeah. So uh, I want to actually give a little insight on what's going on in outside of USA in the startup yes. ecosystem. Please do. That uh, would be very yeah. insightful. Thank you. And actually, a lot of these stuff I discussed with, with you, Barbara, before. But yes. you know, for the audience's sake, USA, we are the leading edge in the technology and investment. Mm-hmm. But we have a very stiff competition whether we realize or not. And the reason is that outside the world, in other words, when I say outside, you know, internationally, they realize the importance of this uh, startup uh, ecosystem. Yes. So a lot of these market, other countries, especially Asian countries, they're heavily investing in from the government level. Okay. So mm-hmm. in other words, as you saw, you know, I, pro- I you probably recall the meeting that yes. I set up with uh, Korean South Korean government officers, who, which I had an office in the same building as I am. Yes. Anyway, like, for example, Korean, uh, South Korean government themselves, they heavily uh, focused on in- investing, investing in the uh, startup ecosystem. So they mm-hmm. come up with a lot of grant programs and support programs. And they're not just doing this for Korean startups. Uh, they're actually doing this for international market. So simply, their goal is pretty simple. They want to globalize their market in early stage, and then mm-hmm. they want to bring talent back and forth, and mm-hmm. then create more jobs and boost the economy. So that's right. their goal. So uh, the any I encourage a lot of these all a lot of American uh, startups investors uh, look to overseas market as well. I know USA is one of the you know, best market we can ever, ever have, but I think that we should pay more attention to in the overseas markets as well in terms of uh, investment and bring talent back and forth. And that's actually what we're doing. You said what my company is doing, right? Yes. We bring companies over in 2019. We brought several companies over from South Korea to USA, right. and then we brought a multiple talent uh, USA people like you. over to over to yeah, Korea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so right. exactly. but you know what? Then, you know what, Han? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I've had several people over the last several weeks on the podcast speaking about creating these ecosystems. And so, like the, the South Korean ecosystem, I think is fairly um, advanced. Like they're more mature than I've talked to some people trying to create some in the Middle East, creating some in Latin America. Africa is a little bit more mature. Like they have some ecosystem there. And so, I think it's a valid point that you bring up. As far as you need to look at some of these other international ecosystems and how you can plug into them and who's got maturity and who's still early. Right. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, by just simply paying attention, what are they doing? What kind of opportunities out there? We can achieve a lot more together as a group. Right. Yeah. For 100%. example, you know, yeah. You know, like 2018, you know, South Korean government set aside hundreds of um, millions of dollars, just one space like blockchain alone. And uh, yeah, that was announced when you were there in 2018. Right. Yeah. So that's right. the year. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, something like this happens all the time. And uh, I think that as a, a U.S. investor and a startup founder in there's a tremendous opportunity overseas. So in other words, uh, while other startup companies try to come into USA, I think USA startups uh, and investors uh, should look to uh, expand out of uh, USA as well. Yes. So you can actually uh, you can actually find a better presence in, in down the road, right? Because again, yes. tech, in other words, a, a lot of some there are a lot of grants out there in 
this grants provided by overseas company, overseas uh, government, I'm sorry, government. Mm-hmm. So this is actually equity-free grant, like I, I mentioned a few times in the past, and South Korean government has some of that. And uh, so these are all opportunities. A lot of times, it's uh, the, the overseas company, overseas uh, market have a trouble finding uh, U.S. companies to come because not many compli- companies apply. Because right, I know that right. because of my company, they don't know, because, you know, for example, know. that's what I, right, exactly, I don't know, because, you know, that's why, where I come in. You know, my company is a South Korean official global partner of South Korean government. So uh, mm-hmm. you, they usually uh, come through uh, the program opportunities usually come through us. And um, usually my company is a, you know, a pre-screening process as well. So we get right. to make it's actually another one uh, a few months ago. So, uh, yeah, that's one way to then how do you find those opportunities? Stay in touch with the person, people like me and my company and then just stay on our website or on Facebook, things like that. And opportunity always pops up. And when it happens, we actually post it on there. And uh, right. we get connected and hopefully uh, it helps to our ecosystem. Yeah. That's a great point. Thank you so much, Han. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Han Ko from the USA Co. Group for being our guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thanks Thank so you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash to find out more. Find us on Apple on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.